Welcome to Shine.fm's A Closer Look podcast, going a little deeper into the hearts and lives of the artists you hear on Shine.fm. How are you doing, Bart? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, doing good. You know, the sun is shining today, so that's a plus. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's pouring here. We're like in the middle of big old floods these last few days. Oh, no, that's not good. Now, are you at the cabin yeah. or where are you at in Nashville? Uh, I'm at home right now, heading to the cabin after we're done the interviews. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Are you getting excited about heading to the baseball stadiums? Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. It's, like <laughs> it's been so long. It's like they, you know, like, hey, we're doing these. I'm like, okay, because there's been so many times we've tried and it just, you know, logistically would fall through or whatever. So. It, it's definitely going to happen, but I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to get excited until I'm getting on a plane or a bus or something. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So are any of you guys in the band baseball fans? Who do you all root for? Uh, yes, we are diehard baseball fans. And uh, I grew up in Dallas. So I'm a Rangers fan. Okay. Uh, through and through. Our drummer, Robbie, is a huge Cardinals fan. Our dr- uh, guitar player, Barry, is a huge Orioles fan. And then Mike is a Braves fan, I guess. He <laughs> used to be. I don't know if he's into it. And then Nathan is not sure what baseball is. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you just show him all around. Now, do you have a favorite yeah, yeah. stadium food? Oh, man. I mean, you got to compare the hot dog everywhere you go to see who has the best one. So I don't know how you really perfect the hot dog as long as it's cooked. But <laughs> we try to rate them from best to worst. So what do you think is the best? Man, it's hard to beat. The the Dodger dog is pretty classic. Like, I mean, there's there's nothing special about it. It's just the whole being there in person. That one, and then the there, there's a Sheboygan brat at the Giants in San Francisco, which is, you'd think that'd be like Wisconsin or something, but it's <laughs> unbelievable. So, Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So on the stadium tour, then, are you going to be singing a lot of songs from your new album? Yeah, we hope so. Uh, You know, the album comes out April 30th, and so we'll definitely be promoting the new record. We kind of have this, it's, it's it's kind of hard. Like when you, even when the album's brand new, the more new songs you play, you have that kind of window of time where people still look at you like you have a horn coming out of your head until they <laughs> actually learn the learn the album. So we've learned like you got to give them three to six months for them okay. to get into it. But yes, we will be promoting the record and just being stared at half the time. But yeah, gotcha. it'll be fun. <laughs> Tell me about the the name behind the album, Inhale Exhale. Well. Um, it was just through the pandemic. We actually, you know, our first single, Almost Home, will be almost a year and a half old. We thought the album was coming out right before the pandemic. And and uh, we kind of slowed things down to have something to work on and a sense of normalcy during the pandemic. And the original album is going to be titled Spaceman. And um, mm-hmm. and just this idea of just not of this world, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, and then when all this hit, it was like, it was hard not to just, you realize, I mean, we were writing songs during and because of the pandemic and we kept telling ourselves, man, we just want this record to be a, a chance for someone just to take a deep breath and just like, okay, if for 40 something minutes, whatever the length of the album is, if they can kind of leave whatever they're going through at the door, then this is worth it. And we kept saying that over and over. And I was like, you know, I think the album should be called Inhale Exhale. It's just mm-hmm. that moment to breathe. And, you know, we, found this artwork of these lungs not really realizing that 
with this whole COVID thing and the respiratory thing, it started. It started as we didn't mean for it to be like the, <laughs> the poster yeah. child of the pandemic, but it kind of like it seemed fitting. And and yeah, so man, in the, early in the spring, right when everything kind of shut down, I don't know if you were like me, but I was getting hit with every possible gut wrenching emotional song you can imagine on YouTube, on oh, social yeah. media, like. It's almost like the Titanic was sinking, so every musician jumped in a lifeboat called YouTube, and we just hit our fans hard from every angle. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, man, it was getting heavy. It was like watching The Notebook 11 times a day. <laughs> and, and, and I was telling the guys, like, man, we've got to – man, I, I want to I wanna laugh. I want to you yeah. know, not be just you know, knocked to the ground. And so that's why we convinced the label to let us just kind of put hurry up and wait early out there with that. We just wanted to make a video of me being stuck in a cabin and thought it'd be funny. And, and a lot of this album is similar to where I think our motto motto was, if it doesn't, if it doesn't rip your heart out, it needs to make you dance. And, okay. and so there's a couple of moments on here that are very emotional, but it's, we're not leaning on that at all. There's a lot of songs that'll make you, you know, you'll dance at a stoplight when nobody's watching kind of stuff. So so yeah, it's uh, it's it was a fun record to make. It's I call it a little random because it's every style. It's so many styles on it, but it's just the we we enjoyed every song so much, and so that was the. It's really, I mean, it's the whole thing special to us. We'll yeah. never forget how we made it, why we made it. It's a pretty unique time. And you have some special guests joining you on this one too, don't you? Man, we got a few of them. Yeah, we um we have a song called A Little Love that. Uh, Gary LaVox, the lead singer, Rascal Flatts, is, is singing with us on that. And then we did a disco song and randomly at the last minute convinced Gloria Gaynor, who sang I Will Survive, to sing on it with us, which is That's amazing. Awesome. And then as awesome as those are, the one that I'm probably most proud of is a song called On Our Way with my oldest son, Sam. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, and that's uh, that was you know a very surreal, very uh, kind of emotional process. And, yeah. He wrote the song with a couple of guys, had a chorus. He's like, I don't know what to do with it. I really like it. And I'm like, I know exactly what to do with it. You need to, you need to finish this out. And so what's crazy is they kind of wrote it and he wanted us to do it. And, and so I sang the first verse and I, my voice was shot. I couldn't finish. So as a demo, I told Sam, Hey, j- just finish it out. Sing this part because I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And once he was done, I were listening to the demo with the label and they were, and the band was like, you need, we need to leave Sam on there. It's really good. And like, and so it wasn't my idea. The band was like, man, this is a great, this would be such a cool, I mean, who, when do you get this chance to right. to do this? And so it was really cool that they, they, you know, wanted to do that. The label loved the idea. And so it's, it's a really, really cool thing for a dad for sure. Oh, that's so awesome. And we're playing Say I Won't. Um, now, you know, with the story behind the song and Gary's story, what was it like for, for you to release this song and then, you know, to share his story, knowing that someday he's going to walk again and then to see that video, or I don't know if you were there, but, or if you've seen him in person walk again, but what was that moment like for you guys to have the, just to see that happen? Uh, incredibly emotional. The whole thing's been surreal. Um, you know, he was a big part of when we start. I started writing the song, gosh, over a year ago before the pandemic. And, and before he ever got sick, we had had, he, he was our first merch guy 20 something years ago. He was Mike, our guitar player's roommate. 
he's just a part of the family. He's been, we've been dear friends with him forever. And a few years ago, I just kind of went through this transformation of, of um, you know, understanding my identity in Christ and grace. And, and Gary, we would text back and forth, and he's like, man, just explain this whole, like, you know, just tell me more about this identity and how it's changed you. And so there's ongoing conversations about that. Just talking about, man, when you realize the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is actually inside of you, everything changes. And when you grasp that the God of everything is, is on your worst day is not only just okay with you, he's still somehow pleased with you because mm. your identity is not about what you do. It's because you're his. When that sinks in, then I can do all things through Christ makes sense. Then the gospel being called the good news makes sense. And so... Uh, we are processing that. And so a lot of the verses are about identity, which are conversations I had with Gary before he ever got sick. And then uh, when everything, you know, the, pan, the, the, the not sure what the, when the album's going to be finished up and all that stuff, I, I kind of put the song on hold, was writing other songs, which is normal to revisit them. And, and then Gary got sick and, um, and had this blood infection and, and sepsis and didn't think he was going to live to he's going to make it to being heartbroken to thank God. But now it's like, but he's going to lose his arms and legs and just a emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And, and then with a the pandemic, we had to watch from a distance. And, and so when he finally, after a hundred and something days, you know, was finally able to come home and just wait for his legs to heal, to get prosthetics, we were talking and I was like, uh, he was, he was talking about how many is on him and his, they know there's purpose in this and he doesn't know what it is, but, you know, at least if he can hear people that, you know, hear about his story and feel like they can overcome something, he goes, that's going to get me through another day. Yeah. And uh, I just couldn't get that out of my head. And so when we were talking about music videos, I was like, man, I think we should tell Gary's story. He's, his, his DNA is all over this song yeah. already. And, and so we, I called him and said, hey, man, I think we, you know, cause, and we talked about, he was like, I'm not emotionally in a place for me to become a speaker or whatever, even write a book. I'm not there yet. And so I was like, hey, dude. I said, I got a song, and I said, we'd like to tell your story for you until you're in a good place. And I played him the song, and he was just like in tears, and he was like, yes, are you kidding me? Yes, yes, yes. Mm. And, and so we decided to shoot the video, and, and just because of all the COVID stuff and wanted to make sure we'd be careful, we just we did it ourselves and directed the whole thing and brought him in and, and, and did everything the right way. Nobody got sick. That was good. But uh, <laughs> And it turned out better than we ever thought possible. Yeah. And, so, and the response has been overwhelming. And the, the, the people that have reached out to Gary and the opportunity he's had uh, at his own pace, like he'll, you know, whether it's responding to emails or whatever he can handle, has been really cool uh, to see him just every I mean, it's, we kind of created a monster every day. He's like, hey, man, where is it on the charts? You guys working on it today? What are you? I'm like, easy there, pal. <laughs> we'll get there. Like, he's. He's like a slave driver all of a sudden. We're like, okay, okay. He's super excited about it. Oh, good, good. That's awesome. And then to just to know that, like to watch that, like him walk, that's just incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They told him that, you know, I think at the end of the video it says he'll be walking within a year because he had to wait for his legs to heal and stuff. And then, man, three months after that, uh, he sent me a video out of the blue and he's standing up on these prosthetics and, I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's now, right now, he's he's a uh, every day he gets up and he walks so far around the house and driveway and stuff and getting used to it. And he was with a walker and now he's I think he's mentioned he's with a cane. He's just getting to the point where he's able to kind of get around without it. So I'm like, dude, 
you're, you're, you're way ahead of the curve here. He's like, <laughs> yeah, man, they told me it'd be a long time. And, and it's cool because we, the, the people at the military and these, re, these in, amazing rehab facilities in the D.C. area that work with soldiers, so many have reached out to him and like, there's nothing you can't do. Like the motivation has been unbelievable. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's like, man, this, he, he keeps saying, I don't deserve all this. I'm like, dude, just enjoy it, man. Yeah. Like, let people love on you. And it's, it's been really awesome to watch. That's amazing. That's incredible. That's awesome. All right. So um, switching gears here a little bit, I do a segment on my show called Dear Younger Me. So I like to share advice to kind of my younger self, but anyone who's kind of walking through what I've walked through. But you have a song, Dear Younger Me, and I would just love to ask if you had any encouragement to tell your younger self, given what you've had to walk through in this past year, what would you say? Oh man, probably more than just this past year, I would tell my younger self to don't be afraid. Like uh, Mm. so much of my life has been motivated by fear. And even to this day, like my sense of humor, the decisions I make, there's always a, I jokingly say that I always know where the exit is in every room. Like I'm very cautious and and sometimes it's, it's crippling because it's like, man, I, you know, I I so want to be the person just jumps in head first and, yeah, if I could tell my younger self, I'd say, hey, there's a lot of times to where it feels like it's it's the end of the world or it's or it's worthy of all the fear that you've mustered up, but it's not. You're going to make it. You make it this far, you know, you're it's so, I mean, gosh, I could spend hours with this kind of stuff. Like, hey, you're actually going to be an okay parent and a good husband. Don't think you're going to be like your, your parents divorcing your three. There's so many things. It's funny because, like, I feel like it's almost daily that I'll write something down, which is exactly what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and just uh, reminding myself and my past self, which passes on to my kids. We've got three boys that are identical to me, and, uh, and so it's come in handy as a parent, that's for sure. So when you say you write that stuff down, is it like a sticky note on your phone, or, like, how do you, how do you put that in front of yourself to, like, remember the truth? It's an ongoing like a notes on my phone okay. that, I, that I'll type and I'll I'll either do a voice memo or type it if something comes to mind and it's like it started as like a it started as like song ideas like a, you know like Dear Younger Me was that way it's like yeah. a, I thought that's a cool idea and then that note has just continued some are song ideas but they've more become like like it literally feels like oh as my oldest son's nineteen and. And then uh, I've been Charlie just turned 15 yesterday and then Miles is uh, is 10. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, I want to tell you this, too. It's like it just, it's just this kind of almost like a life school instruction book. Maybe one day I'll do something with it. But yeah. I'll, I'll, a lot of times I'll text it to them or I, my gut says a lot of these will be like for the day that my son gets married okay. you know, or that I may bring him up. But yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling today and for sharing all of that. I'm so excited to share that with our listeners. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to A Closer Look. For more content like this, subscribe to the Shine.fm podcast channel from Olivet Nazarene University.